<laughs> We're just here talking about Celebrity Jihad. Yeah. Uh, why was it it's called Chris's that? Chris's favorite website. Yeah, because it's your favorite website. No, oh, that's the name of the website. Okay, I just have it bookmarked. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, but what is it? Uh, it's like that same, like, you know, leaks thing, you know, celebrity leaks and stuff. Like the Fappening, your favorite website. Oh, so if I go to, like, Celebrity Jihad, uh-huh. it'll be naked pictures of celebrities. Allegedly. Allegedly. Only yeah, one. there's, like, a lot of, like, deep, deep fakes. fakes. Uh-huh. And then also, like, a lot of, like, they look similar uh, to this person. Right, right, right. Yeah. But why Jihad? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because they're blowing shit up. <laughs> that's pretty good was that uh insensitive i don't i don't, know. I don't even know honestly <laughs> <laughs> if it is i mean i didn't say it so i only laughed yeah. at it so that's not as bad right yeah right, if you're yeah. offended by that you can blow up tim's house yeah uh i live at three <laughs> <laughs> no wait that's why. <laughs> Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and this week, I'm joined by my full-time friends, Tim. Uh, hoy hoy. And Addison. Uh, Addison! We're on episode 108 this week, wow. and uh, I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I'm always, like, excited about the even number episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. I like the odds myself. Yeah. Um, I personally know that there is no significance between any numbers. Whoa. And only, <laughs> only like parallelomania that we experience with numbers is simply a figment of our imaginations. So. Yeah. You're not in the like numerology. He was you- born on, a, <laughs> you know, the 15th day of the month. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't think that people can apply numerology to, to certain sacred texts and find coded messages. Oh, I know they certainly can. Does it actually mean anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I-, I think for me, it's mostly like one of my idiosyncrasies is um, like with volume, especially mm-hmm. like if I'm turning the volume up on something, if it has, if it has a numerical volume counter, it's got to be on an even number. Oh, or, or five or multiple of five. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm always on odd numbers. Oh, that, I do oh, the that same bothers thing with my alarm clocks. That oh, bothers God, me so dude. much. If it's on 17, it's either got to be on 16 or it's got to be on 18. Otherwise, the next thing it could be is 15. Oh, yeah. see, I'm like a regularly. I set alarms for like, um, like 8:03. Oh, wow! Uh, it's that chaotic like, neutral energy. Or like 7:59. My God. <laughs> uh, and I regularly keep my TV at 11. Oh, oh man, this you're yeah, you're killing me, man. Yeah, and I think my headphones right now are at 27. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why. I like I like the oddities. The other thing I do is I put I make sure if there is a crack anywhere. I always make sure that like something's in between the crack or, or straddling the crack, right? Like if there's a sidewalk, I'm stepping on it. If it's like, you know, two tables pushed together, the TV goes right in the crack. Um, <laughs> I'm always turning only left. Uh, 
to take an odd amount of, or even amount of steps every section of sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. that's completely normal, the, the stepping in the sidewalk <laughs> thing. No, it's the Your only... Your doctor th- told you it wasn't, so I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like it's the, o- it's the only, like, thing that I'm self-aware of that I do is this volume thing, but... Right. Mm. Yeah. If if uh, if any listeners have any weird idiosyncratic things that they do that they want to share to us live on stream, uh, that'd be awesome. Please feel free to either put it in the chat or you can email us at pt.podcasters at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear them. And we won't put them on I, the show unless you really want us to, but uh, we would also love to put them on the show. I think I, I mostly do the the odd number thing because it gets that visceral reaction from people like you mm, yeah uh the, the, the two of you guys where you're like oh it's gotta be even i'm like <laughs> well fuck you yeah. <laughs> yeah uh speaking of visceral reactions who wants to go first this week um oh, man. I, I mean it's up to you guys i could lead off with the the title sake or uh, i'll get to the end uh, whatever you guys want to do uh, uh. Uh, go first, Addison. You want to you know, go first? Addison does. Addison wants. Uh, yeah. to, Addison, why don't you go first, man? He does yeah. nothing. Get okay. to go first. Um, I've statistically got, he never goes first. Right. Um, <laughs> I've got a little research paper for you guys. Oh, I love these. These are my favorite. Uh, a recent study found that women who self self objectify are less aware of the cold during nights out. Wait, Wait what? <laughs> They're a, a cold, like the sickness of being cold, or feeling cold? no, like the the, t- the temperature outside. If, <laughs> if they self objectify, they're less aware of the cold during nights out. And so, so by self objectify, you mean you're like I'm hot, bitch. Yes. Okay. So TikTok thoughts are constantly overheating. Yeah, is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, a heightened focus on appearance might explain why many women do not feel cold when wearing little clothing in low temperatures, according to findings published in the British Journal of Social Psychology. Among a group of female nightclub goers, only those who were low in self-objectification reported to feeling colder when wearing less clothing. Mm. Who who performed this study? <laughs> yeah, and how do they measure self-objectification? Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need your Instagram, Snapchat, um what's the other what's the new TikTok? Yeah. Um, We're going to get into some methodology. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> um anecdotally, I think we've all witnessed the phenomenon of being out on a night on the town. When it's absolutely freezing, passing by women wearing skimpy outfits and Ooh. thinking to ourselves, aren't these bitches cold? <laughs> this is in a it's research article. <laughs> <laughs> this was in a science document? Like a science publication said, aren't these bitches cold? I might have added that part of oh, okay. <laughs> This is from uh, the some- peer-reviewed Addison Turney uh, <laughs> Some of us may even have personal experience with defying the cold because of a coat that quote didn't go with the outfit. Mm, It's that's my go-to all the all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was explained by Felig, a PhD student at the University of South Florida. Of course, this is coming out of fucking South Florida. (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) 
Um, so they go ahead and explain what self-objectification is when a person is overly concerned on how others perceive their appearance. Okay. When people self-objectify, they view themselves as objects of attraction. Interestingly, a greater tendency to self-objectify has been associated with reduced attention to one's bodily processes. For example, difficulty identifying feelings of hunger. Um, a possible explanation for this is that an increased focus on appearance consumes um, additional resources, reducing the resources available to attend to body awareness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what they're proposing yes. is that they're so focused on like how they look yeah. that they don't have the brain capacity yeah. to, to process that they're like hungry, cold, tired... Yeah. Yeah, drunk. Me, me too hot. Therefore, me no feel cold. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I'm. Uh... I'm almost positive there was either like a Wendy's or a KFC commercial <laughs> where there were people who were out in the cold, and the way that they fought off the cold was they thought about the spicy chicken wings they were going to eat when they yes. got to Wendy's. Do you remember this? <laughs> I do remember this commercial. Yeah, <laughs> this is the science version of that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's been like a series of commercials that are like, you know, girls going out clubbing and, you know, aren't you cold? No, yeah. no, I've got the spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My dress is made out of uh, flaming hot Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> the research team surveyed 224 women who were either standing outside nightclubs or bars in a large U.S. city. Okay, that's not nearly <laughs> enough. Less than 250? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the data was collected over several nights in February when temperatures ranged between 46 and 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, not that cold. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, the women responded to a measure of, of trait self-identification and reported how cold they currently felt. Mm -hmm. Also... Photographs of the women's outfits were also taken, and the researchers <laughs> coded these. <laughs> and the researchers they coded, coded these them, images. Huh? Yeah, coded them based on how much skin was exposed. Oh, I thought you said they co God. coated them. No, what was, what was the uh, the researchers' name again? Chad or, or Brad or Kyle? Thad. <laughs> um. The results revealed that only women who were average or higher than average in self-objectification self had no link between skin exposure and feelings of cold. Hmm. Notably, these findings remained after controlling for a number of drinks consumed, perceived level of intoxication, age, and BMI. Okay, so now they're like, <laughs> you're going to the second bar, huh? We'll toss... Well, sauced up. Oh, how you feeling now? Hey, baby, you getting cold yet? You want to go to my dad's jag? Like <laughs> Can I take a picture of your outfit and encode it based off of how much skin is showing? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you show a little more skin and tell me how hot you are? Uh, finally, researchers acknowledge an alternative explanation for their findings. It could be that self-objectifying women were more than were not necessarily not cold, but they were more vo motivated to lie, like the lying sluts they are. <laughs> what? Wait, what? There's no way this science journal says that. <laughs> I can't tell yeah. where like the, the science ends and Addison begins. Okay, that okay. They said that they might just be lying. Okay. Oh, these okay. hoes might be lying. Okay. Because they're <laughs> jealous. They're jealous of these pretty girls <laughs> wearing these skimpy outfits when it's cold. 
And they're like, yeah, no, we're not cold. And they're like, these fucking hoes are lying. Right. Okay. <laughs> but if they if they are if they're self-reporting that they're not cold, and you know, yeah. it gets to a point where they internalize the belief that they're not cold, then at some point they're actually not cold, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. The, so I'm okay. I'm still confused. Uh, the person doing the interviewing, right? Is this a man or another woman? Uh, both the names on this paper were female names. Okay. So no, you can't just you assume think, that, right? Right. Well, so do you think that these women were just like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell these women what I think they want to hear, or like I'm better than you, or there was like a like a a mean girls type situation, like you can't sit with us. I'm not oh. cold because I'm so hot. I think I think honestly, there's there's a little bit of jealousy in there okay. of like I'm not pretty like these girls, mm-hmm. so these hoes are lying, right? Because uh. A uh, part of the article that I didn't uh, bring in was that they were talking about like women's clothing and how women are forced to wear like really uncomfortable clothing, right, with no pockets, with no pockets or yeah. like high heels and like binders and stuff like that, and mm. it w- went into like how these women are forced to do this in order to look good, and it was like nobody's forcing these women to do that. I mean, it's, other I, women are, yeah, the women are, yeah, you're. It's the same thing with, like, the fucking long eyelashes. Yeah. No guy has ever been like, oh, my God, I wish she had fuller, longer eyelashes. Right. And then she'd be, like, desirable. Right. Yeah, it's, it's the competition among women. Right. And so I think these researchers are feeling a little bit jealous. Okay. That <laughs> makes some sense. Because yeah. I, I was thinking, is this, like, Chad and his frat bros, like, wearing, like, boat shoes and shorts? And they're yeah. like... Are you feeling hot yet? <laughs> you know, like, let's write a research paper because we're in South Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, it's the master's uh, thesis of South Florida tech. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, if, if you're a girl out there and you like to wear provocative, skimpy clothing when you go out to the club and it's cold outside, uh-huh. shoot us an email. Let us know. You know, pt.podcast.gmail.com. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. get cold or are you just a lying little thought? Okay. So, I mean, I have, I have, a, I feel like a lot of experience with this. Okay. Because I, uh, I mean, you guys know, I don't know how many of the listeners know, but like, I used to go to like tons of music festivals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so at these music festivals, it is like par for the course, especially like even when I left that scene, the thing like started to be like women just wearing like bikini bottoms yeah. and pasties. Right. That was like, you were super edgy if you were doing that. And now that's like par for the course. Right. They're like, some fuzzy boots, fishnets, and, like, just a bikini and pasties. No, like, oh. no bikini top. Like, they're just wearing pasties and, like, a thong. Yeah. And, like, not now the fuzzy boot thing is, like, not really a thing. Ah, darn. It's, like, out of, out of fashion. Um, So, like, I a lot of my friends, they would wear not that extreme, of, uh, you know, but they would be wearing, like, you know, little booty shorts and a bikini top, basically, mm-hmm. to go to a music festival in February in Michigan. Right. <laughs> you know? And... From my experience, they were all very cold. Yeah. I like usually was giving a sweater to somebody at some point mm-hmm. because they were so cold. Um, but also like drugs play a factor oh, in sure. this yeah. because when you're on drugs, you're not as cold. Yeah. You, you're, when you get drunk, you don't experience the, you, that shuts that off. Yeah. So how much, you know, did they talk about like they said they talked about alcohol consumption? Yeah. They said that they talk about pre gaming, like, 
Are these girls, I mean, these girls aren't like yeah, no. rolling up to the club stone sober, bro. They're right. like shooting fucking smearing off in the car before they go. <laughs> it depends on how hot you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're super hot, I don't think you have to pregame. No, oh, everybody pregames. You, you don't go anywhere stone sober. I don't know. I go to work stone sober. Okay, you, never go, you don't go out stone sober, dude. Drinks uh, cost 15 bucks you, a time. You could have stopped that sentence halfway through. I don't go out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. yeah. That life is over. Yeah. Like, the mid-30s, knees and back don't allow that to happen anymore. As yeah. someone such as myself, who is a walking human furnace, uh, right. the thought of wearing even just like shoes and socks for any given period of time around people who are generating body heat in in a mm-hmm. closed location uh gives me a little bit of a panic attack because uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the minute my feet get hot i'm done i shut down right. i'm like i'm out of there i need to get home yeah and get these get these socks off my feet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to get into my soft pants <laughs> yeah i need to get into my soft pants uh but this is also coming from someone who's uh never I don't think ever once stepped foot in a club in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Is the closest thing to like clubbing when you went with us to a concert? Uh, I mean, I've been to plenty of concerts before, but I think maybe like Locust. Oh yeah. The Locust. Was that? that was a, yeah. That was a club. I think that's probably the closest I've been to quote unquote clubbing is yeah. when we would go to places like that in Rexburg. But I mean, th- th- those were always like, one song away from the cops showing up at 9, 8, 9 p.m. and saying, you know, <laughs> right. like, you're all under arrest for breaking curfew. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, true. that's why it was so cool, man. Yeah. 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 Right. I just, I, uh, this is a little bit off track, but I just can't believe we went to a place where, like, the most popular band to ever come there while, while we were there was Love You Long Time. And their claim to fame was like, they had a song on MTV, which is a big deal. Right, but then yeah. they like imploded and they like like didn't do anything after that. Well, they didn't implode, man. They won Wipeout. They won ABC's Wipeout and decided to no longer make music because they got $10,000. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I, Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, I guess like later, I like the Neon Trees were there at some point in time playing at Sammy's before Sammy's shut down. But right, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it it's it's a sad place. Don't ever go there, please. <laughs> right? Yeah, like secondhand serenade wouldn't even go all the way to Rexburg. <clears throat> they went no. to like Idaho Falls. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, speaking of like sad things and sad people, I'm just gonna go full <laughs> on this. Sad people. Um. <laughs> I've got something that I hope will cheer you up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bring me bring me the smile, daddy. Bring me the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I think you were talking about the Apple TV show was it Servant? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Servant, the, or, the one yeah. where that that like they hire someone to take care of this like baby doll or whatever, right? Oh yeah, creepy. Yeah, that, that's the oh one, right? Yeah. I still that first 
episode still like gives me literal like heebie-jeebies yeah no i watched the trailer and i noped the fuck out of there <laughs> yeah that's yep i did the same thing i was like i don't i don't need creepy stuff about babies in my life at yeah. this point in time um well apparently uh it's not just something that they like made up for this show no. It's a okay. it's a real it's a fat it's like a real thing that like people are into it then and, and these things are called quote unquote reborn dolls. Yeah, no. they're the scariest fucking Fuck thing on the planet. No, so there are there's a whole community out there of of they call themselves artists, and I'm not going to take that away from them. You know, they're making something, so <laughs> sure they're they're artists. Um, they are out there making these things called reborn dolls. Uh, and right. they make, there's like, there's a name for them. I'm trying to look it up here in this, uh, article I have pulled up. Oh, they're often called, uh, ball jointed baby dolls. That's like the technical oh. term. Oh. <laughs> so they oh. have these like, yeah, no, they have these like skeletons inside of them that are made from ball joints. Right. Oh. And then, and then the, the artist, their job is to take this skeleton and basically mold the baby on top of it so that way the baby can move around and like you can pose them in anything any pose you want effectively oh, this just has like fucking terminator vibes all over it mm-hmm. yeah. so there's this whole subset of artists who are making these reborn dolls of like lifelike ch- like human children yeah um and and shows like you know servant kind of highlight that and make it look creepy. They make it look creepier than it already is. I guess I should say. Do they um, though? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here to tell you there is a subgenre of this. <laughs> oh man, reborn doll thing. <laughs> where, uh, well, this this artist, his name is Aaron Smith, and he got into like making sculptures and stuff out of his garage, and he would like do things with the stuff called Sculpey, which is like clay you can bake in your oven mm-hmm. um and he's like all right i he got hooked on this well he started to use his talent to uh like collectors were interested in the things he would make like masks and statues and things like that mm-hmm. well one time a client asked him to make a vampire baby <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> and this vampire baby that he made influenced his decision to pursue a full-time career making what he calls fantasy art. Uh, And so this is a quote from, from him. He says, I came up with a character that was loosely based on Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is one of my favorite vampire designs. Um, The bat form that Dracula takes in that movie is really cool. So he's like the reborn community was something I had not really encountered uh, with the collectors that I was used to dealing with. Uh, so naturally what this guy does is he made a posable 16 pound doll made (laughs) that he made from like silicone, uh, that he sells for $1,250. Wow. Jesus. 16 pounds is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to like switch the, uh, Hopefully this pops up on the screen here. You should be able to see this on my on my stream. Oh my oh god! My god. Uh, no, no. <laughs> this no, is the take vamp- it away. This is the vampire. Look at he doesn't have hands. Look at this. He's got like one little like what 
hook cloth. nub thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, but it gets it's better. A bottle full of blood. Look, look at this video. <laughs> I'm posing this thing. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Why? Why? Watch, he's gonna like pose it. <laughs> okay, and there's even better pictures. Here's here's him in like a Moses basket. Oh, uh, here's him with a loving family. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's another with his with a happy mom. Uh, oh my God, just going dude. for a walk with mom on the porch. You know, kind of make sure they got you got that diaper on. <laughs> oh. Look at his little like little claw things that are where his elbows uh, at, like the veins and stuff. And dude. oh, it's it's it, uh, it. Everything about this is terrifying. And, and for the yeah. people who are not on stream, I guess we should describe exactly what what you're looking at here. So, oh my god, uh, do, do either one of you want to take a stab at this? Yeah, I think Addison, seeing <laughs> that he has more experience with both um, having a baby and um, you know his medical training. Uh, okay, can you explain this for us? So. What we have here is a Caucasian, um, six month old bat eared freak of a baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, like here's a, a good one. Yeah. It's, it's our, it's got nipples. Oh, why does it have a hat on? <laughs> no, it makes it worse. It, it's got its its own nipples and then like, it's got shoulders of a kid and it goes down to elbows, but like, from the elbow to the shoulder, uh, to the ribs, like that kind of triangle there, it's all like webbed skin. <laughs> it looks like, you know, when a flying squirrel kind of stretches its arms out, it looks yeah. like it has that. Mm -hmm. Uh, its hands are like a mono claw. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we can get it bigger. Good grief. Its face looks like it's 50 years old. <laughs> this is just the best picture with the parents. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the parents, yeah, these, pi these pictures look like, you know, uh, our firstborn baby. We are uh, 22 years old. We just had a baby mm. and we're going to share it with you on Instagram because we think that's what you want to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you want, this you can go to raven dark creations on etsy uh mm. and you might want to act now because there's only one available um it's selling fast only one left four people currently have this in their cart mind you oh. Oh, um man. free shipping if you can't afford Ooh. the 1200 dollars to buy this you can pay a low 70 dollars a month uh you know installment plan if you want yeah um so this isn't the only one um, oh man, I'm gonna have nightmares already. What are you doing to me? Yeah, there is. Uh, let's see. There's another artist. Her name's Noemi. She does uh, angels, is what she calls them. Oh, oh gross! It's like Why a does it have a, like a unicorn horn? It's oh, perfect. what the fuck? Oh my what god! It's got All like right. goat legs and a horn. If I had to explain the last one, Tim, you have to explain this Dude, one. I can't even. It is again. We're probably looking at like a, a maybe a eight to twelve month old baby here, um, with like very creepy blonde hair. Uh huh. Um, the face is like in a very like kind of like a scowl. Yeah, like and uh, this is supposed to be an angel. Yeah, yeah. Birth um, of the angels. What it is? What this this series is called. 
Yeah, and then it's got a, a unicorn horn coming out of its forehead, but it looks like it's wrapped in skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's, I don't know what the, dude, like it's got, it, it's, it's got legs that where its ankles should be are just extended into some cloven hoof that's very goat-like. This yeah. is a thing of terror. <laughs> But those, but those hooves are also skin toned, as if it's their yeah. skin hooves. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Imagine the calluses. <laughs> and I just want to stress that all of these babies are poseable, like the one we saw from the Dracula is, baby, because uh-huh. they've got the ball jointed baby skeleton underneath them. Oh. <laughs> this. this is a nightmare. God, so I hope this isn't a sex thing. I really <laughs> hope it's not. No, this is straight up like this is you have a mental illness. Oh no. And you are purchasing this thing and treating it like an actual fucking baby. Uh, yeah, I don't want no. So, no. I'm going to get rid of that one. I want to introduce you all to Victor here. Uh Victor's a baby werewolf. Oh, oh that one's kind of cute. <laughs> is it? Look at those big eyes. <laughs> Look at his hairy like arms. A- oh, oh he's cute. <laughs> you no, like Victor? So cute. I like Victor. Would <laughs> you like him now? Oh, <laughs> it's kind of cute. Yeah. No. Okay. He's kind of creepy. He's got a little. Why does it have gray hair? <laughs> In this one, oh, he's got it's... a picture called Handsome. Victor can be yours for seventeen hundred dollars. Oh Ooh. my god, dude! I like Victor here with the black hair with the white streak. Right. Yeah. Very, very adorable. Okay, so here's the baby fawn collection. Uh, this one's oh. got, got a video here. I'm going to show the video. These That looks way too real. The face yeah. looks too real. Check out this video. It's like the way that they're moving it around. It like it looks like a limp, like sleeping baby. It, like it oh, is uncanny. It, it looks like a dead baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Here, it looks too real. Here's a little uh, baby <laughs> lying face down for some reason. <laughs> it's a baby's butt for those not seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's, a, uh, this one didn't, this is the one that was shown earlier, but it's got a close up of their gross feet. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Who is into this? <laughs> like, oh. These things are going to haunt my dreams. There's a right? tail. It's a yeah, rat it's tail. A tail. It's a fully articulating that's a, tail. That's a rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh. here's a collection of werewolf babies. This is a, if you want a family, uh, th- this one's Aww. cheaper because it comes as a kit. Uh, so for oh, okay. $135, you can, you know, you can get your own doll kit with all the pieces you want and assemble it and paint it and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's so creepy, bro. Oh my God. It's so creepy. Yeah. Uh, this, la- this other one is like another like doll kit of the fawn baby oh. we looked at earlier. Um, the final outcome is a little bit more unsettling. It's like a Pan's Labyrinth type thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. There's another one. I think it is this one. Uh. This is called Bipsy the Elf. Um, oh. Check check out this bad boy. This is probably one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Ooh. Do you oh. see this? It's yeah, like yeah. I, I I don't even know how the ear is like like. The ear and the head almost are scrotal in nature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why did and they like choose this skin? Like you could paint it any color you want. Why did they choose this? Yeah, where, where's our representation? Right. <laughs> I hope. Oh, there's a video. I didn't see the video before. Let's watch. Let's let's just look at a little bit of footage of Bipsy. Oh my God. I'm gonna mute this because I don't need to hear this. 
uh, like a but goblin <laughs> McPherson Arts and Crafts makes full screen uh, it. Bipsy by Cindy Musgrove. Oh, could I have to full screen this thing? Yeah, that would um, be better. Then you're gonna see. All, there we go. Oh, it's just gonna be some still images. Bipsy is the most like Dobby like oh, thing I've oh. ever seen. Um, it basically just imagine like a, a horrifying Dob- Dobby the elf from Harry Potter. Oh, where Jesus like, Christ! Like it's almost human. It almost looks like yeah. it's a like like a preemie type yeah. situation. Um, I don't like this. This one here on the bottom left is like particularly disturbing. Yeah. But look at these yeah. things. They like put them in shoe boxes and they're like putting them in suitcases. Like the way that they look at you is just so yeah. unsettling. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what's with the scrotum ears? <laughs> Bipsy, Tinky, the, and Beasley. The one in the middle called. there has those like precious moments eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's this whole world of the oh these are like baby they're called baby vlads they're all like creepier vampire babies Oof. here Ugh. um and they're this one's called big bug baby what um the and fuck? you can just have like alien <laughs> these alien looking babies with they almost look like they're made out of like a uh, cupcake like uh what like is fondant. that fondant fondant yeah it almost looks yeah, like it's made yeah. of fondant but you can get these things like little pacifiers and stuff and what the Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it reminds me of uh, the Luca, the sea monsters. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, like you can get these in any flavor, and I just showed you like a very small cross section of what you can get. Like you can get these in uh, as a baby Krampus. You can get them as baby uh, fairies. You can get vampires. You can get baby Pennywise, the dancing clown. Uh, baby yeah. Grinches, you can get baby Yetis and Ogres, and apparently where they're called Were Pups. Uh, they are some of the most popular ones you can buy, as attested to by Addison's reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Can I get a baby Grogru? Uh, I'm you, sure. I'm sure yeah. you can. You don't think Disney's gonna, like, sue them into oblivion if they make that for me? I think if they don't, you have to paint it yourself. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, they're like, uh... Those 40k figurines. Right. Yeah. A lot of these people will buy these dolls or they'll buy them in kits and then they'll like, <laughs> they'll just go to Build a Bear and buy all the clothes there and then dress their dolls in these Build a Bear clothes. <laughs> yeah. Gross. They do it um, surrounded by a pentagram made out of, <laughs> out of salt and candles and right. crow feathers. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. basically, just to close this out, like the, the regular the people who are into like the regular reborns sort of mm-hmm. like look down on the people who collect these reborns <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and you know they're like there's already the stigma that people have these as a manifestation of anxiety or mental illness or grief mm-hmm. but fantasy reborns have a stigma attached to them as just being like like demented in some way yeah yeah uh-huh i could see why Rightfully people would think so. yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. And somebody, I want to talk, talk to one of these fantasy reborn owners uh-huh. and be like, "You spent two k on this fucking freak goat, right? Why? <laughs> that's like that's three years of therapy, right? Weekly therapy <laughs> if you're paying full pop, right? Like, oh yeah, go to therapy, uh, people. It's cheaper, yeah, right. Well." <laughs> The uh, one person who owns one, they're quoted saying, I kind of got a bad reaction from my family being told that they're far too scary to have around my daughter who is four. 
says oh. Rachel, who likes to display them on her shelves at home. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine growing up around these things on your shelf? No. Oh my god. My <laughs> grandma had a lot of dolls, and I wouldn't go to her house. Uh-huh. I was like terrified to go to her house. Ugh. And those were like normal, like 1940s dolls, yeah. like that didn't even look like real things. Yeah. If you're kind of a freak and you're into this, but like they cost 30 bucks a pop, yeah, whatever. Right. But you're spending like 2K on these fucking weirdo dolls. That's like, a yeah. mortgage payment. Yeah. It's, <laughs> right. It's, it's one thing for people to go on Etsy and buy a fake, like a, a, a fake haunted doll with like one of those fake certificates of how haunted it actually is. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's a completely opposite thing to go to someone and like, I want a preemie elf baby. Uh, <laughs> and I want to be able to pose it however I want. Yeah. Oh, I need to. Um, I need its limbs to be articulable and its ears to be scrotums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, the artist that made that terrifying like goat girl that we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. She says that uh, my customers are a little bit particular. Sometimes they take their babies to be the real thing and they treat them like real babies. Yeah. She says, for some people, that might be weird, but at least they take care of their dolls and they're appreciating the art I made. (laughs) That's a wrong approach. I want to say, yes, you're right, but I I feel so dirty saying it. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Again, therapy is much cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like. I I'm not necessarily surprised that these exist. I think what's surprising to me is how far we've come to make these things look as real as possible. Yeah. You know, like they could be on a movie set in a movie with like some uh, like Tim uh what's his name? Uh Jim Henson like animatronics yeah. in them mm-hmm. to like make them look r- like a practical effect like they're real. And like yeah. you would, you would convince me in a movie that you know this was almost CGI. Yeah. Um, it's it's insane. Yeah, a lot of these remind me of um, that little gremlin thing in Star Wars that um, Jabba the Hut has with him. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's always like, ah! <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to the podcast, envision that, and that's what people are like buying for two thousand dollars and pouring all their love into. Right. Yeah. Or, or like you know, was posted in the comments here. That it looks like Dobie. Yes. From yeah. Uh, from the what was Harry that Potter series? Harry Potter. Gary yeah. Potter. <laughs> Gary Potter. Yeah. I think I downloaded the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't know, man. Like, I'm with Addison. Like, I want to be okay with people just doing what they want. And, like, normally I am. But, like, I don't feel good about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, if if anybody wants to, has too much cash to, to spend and they've got room on their shelves and they want a creepy monster doll, like, yeah, I hope we gave you some good options. Yeah. Or, if you want to buy me the werewolf doll, I will... <laughs> Take a video of me giving this to my kid and and her reaction, and we will post it to. You're gonna traumatize your daughter for clicks. I think the werewolf is is cute. She's already thinks that dinosaurs are scary. She loves dinosaurs. We're having a dinosaur themed birthday party for her. Yeah, but she also is like they're kind of scary. Yeah, they are kind of scary. Yeah, now you're gonna put a a doll that's like 
two-thirds her size in her face that's going to sit in the corner of her room and watch her while she sleeps. It can never close its eyes. Will you read me a book? Read me a book. I can't fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hard pass. Oh, man. Uh, Well, let's, like, maybe take things to a lighter note. Okay. Because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so you guys, uh, live in houses, right? You have neighbors. Uh Uh-huh. Papers. Neighbors. Oh, neighbors. Like we get the paper, I thought. (laughs) Show me your papers. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see your papers. You've been traveling today? (laughs) Um, so in your mind, what's like the most like passive aggressive thing that your neighbor could do to you, um, that might like upset you that, that's like. So okay, they're a pet owner. Yeah. Right. So what's the most passive aggressive thing they could do? Um with their pets. Okay, well, currently my neighbor who lives across the street from me has maybe 50 cats. Okay. And at the beginning of each day, she opens her door, lets all those cats out, and they like to just come into my yard and like try and catch the birds and they shit in my garden. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do with that shit? Oh, I should be throwing that back at the, their house. Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you have a similar situation going on at all? Oh, yeah. My garden was immediately destroyed from the neighborhood cats uh, pooping in my garden. And uh, I know exactly whose cats they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you did? And, and what are you doing with the shit? Are you just throwing it in your recycling can or what are you doing? <laughs> um,. I've abandoned my garden to it, is what I've done. Okay. <laughs> he surrendered. Well, yeah. this uh, this Redditor has got some advice for you guys. Okay. Uh, this comes to us from the subreddit, Pro Revenge. Oh, I love this subreddit. <laughs> uh, so, this is a story about my uncle's vengeance. My uncle is chill and friendly, but he once had the misfortune of living next to an awful neighbor. Mm-hmm. The guy actually didn't have a ton of bad habits, but he did exactly what he wanted to do, and he didn't care who it affected. And one of the things he wanted to do was take his big dog on a daily morning walk and let his dog shit in my uncle's yard. Oh, yeah. That's not okay. The first time my uncle caught him, he calmly confronted him and politely requested that the neighbor stop using his lawn as a dog toilet. Yeah, sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighbor calmly told my uncle to get fucked. Whoa. (laughs) He didn't care what my uncle thought, and there was nothing my uncle could do about it, and nothing would change. Uh, this being the 1970s Southern California, my uncle couldn't record the neighbor and shame him online or report him to the police for some litter violation, and although he, uh, is cool, he is a cool uncle, he was in no way physically intimidating enough to get this guy back to back down. Sure. Every day for a week, he went outside to confront the shitty neighbor and his shitty dog. And every day, he got the exact same answer. Fuck off. I don't care, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
This guy's an asshole. Yeah. Yep. Even if he, even if he's right, he's an asshole. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on the eighth morning, my uncle stayed inside watching the neighbor yet again allow his dog to leave a fudgy dump on his lawn. Ugh. Then after the neighbor and his dog continued on their walk, my uncle grabbed a shovel and went outside. He scooped up the poop and with masterful accuracy flung it onto the roof of the neighbor's house. Nice. <laughs> As mentioned before, this being the 1970s Southern California, the neighbor's roof, like all houses in the area, had a very shallow slope. And once he saw the poop didn't roll off, my uncle headed back inside. He repeated the exact same procedure every morning for the next eight months. Awesome. <laughs> Not once did the neighbor notice the steadily growing pile of dog shit on his roof, baking and dehydrating in the California sun. <laughs> Not once did he smell anything off, nor did he find it suspicious that my uncle still greeted him in a friendly manner after having his lawn used as a dog toilet. Every single morning. Wow, this guy doesn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> I have a rose bush that has aphids, and yeah. it looks like the rose bush is sweating everywhere now. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I noticed that shit day one. Right. And I was like, what the fuck's going on with my rose bush? Right. <laughs> if I saw even two turds on my roof, I'd be like, what the fuck's up there? You should buy a bunch of praying mantises. Oh. They're like uh, nine bucks at Lowe's. Okay. For a hundred. Um, you get praying mantises, mantises at Lowe's? Yeah, yeah, they sell them in the garden section. They're like uh, ten bucks for a hundred of them. Where nice. are where are they at? Are they just like under the counter or like just Roman fruit? Yeah, like in the garden section, like at the checkout line, like right oh. there. I, I'm just gonna go buy some just to buy some. Yeah, yeah, they're great for your yard for pest control. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so finally, after eight months in the hot sun, uh, gave way to a massive rainstorm. Oh. Within minutes, the entire crusty layer of dog poop shingles rehydrated and broke free. <laughs> a reeky mudslide from hell that <laughs> uh, sloshed down onto the neighbor's property, splattering his lawn, his house, and his car with literal pounds of dog oh, shit. Beautiful. <laughs> Over the next few days, the neighbor's grass succumbed to the poison and died. Paint began to flake off his car, and the neighbor himself had finally uh, had to finally clean up after his dog once the sunny weather returned a the remnants of the dog uh, punami uh, <laughs> began to drive up dry up while still stubbornly stuck to every stinking corner of his house. Uh, tragically, my uncle didn't take any pictures of the poo house. Uh, everybody would have loved to see that. Mm -hmm. Uh, from the day after the rainstorm to the day my uncle moved out of that house, he never spoke to that neighbor again, but the dog poop stopped appearing on his lawn. Nice. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, that, uh, yeah. That is, tale. uh, that's a great, that, that, I feel like that is the perfect amount of revenge you could get. It's like. Right. Yeah. A, a slow burn, but the payoff is huge. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, we all lived in, Cal you know, we all have lived in California, and we know you go months without any rain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, the 
the the the vigor that you get from that first good heavy rain. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, this is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna go outside afterwards and like smell how clean the air is. Yes. Uh well, not for this guy. Yeah, man. Oh man, eight months worth of shit. How <laughs> I many so what's that? Like thirty times eight is two hundred and forty days? Yeah. Two hundred and forty shits. <laughs> on your on your roof, on your roof, turn well, into a a slurry of of rain and mud and and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and most most dogs leave like three or four logs. At least if you if you, if you have a big dog, you know it's right. Like, and he said this was a big yeah. dog. Yeah, so. so I mean minimum three logs. Right. Maximum yeah. probably like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's like, what if it's like a dog who has like a bad diet? Because this guy sounds like. A shitty dog owner. Yeah, he's probably yeah. giving him leftovers from the table. Right. So it's probably like <laughs> like wet, like gross shit. Yeah. Hair in there, grass. <laughs> yeah, that dog's eating grass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that guy's that guy basically just poured like tons of lawn killing poison all over his yard too. Like that lawn's right. not coming back until the the topsoil stripped away. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, all the acid and everything that would be in that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, like, manure from carnivorous animals, like, is just poison to lo- yards. Right. Yeah. I know. I mean, I have I have my dog, and we just got a puppy. And, uh, I mean, I'm, like, out there, you know, twice a day. As soon as it happens, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, let me get this picked up. Yeah. Put, put the compost. So... <laughs> Yeah, but this, I mean, so this gave me kind of an idea, though, because I have a shitty neighbor mm-hmm. uh, on the south side of my house. Okay. Um, so, like, in the amount of time that I've lived in this house, um, you know, like, the house was built in, like, the mid-90s, mm-hmm. so the fences are all, like, 30 years old. Yeah. And so, inevitably, a 30-year-old piece of wood rots and, you know, it's been exposed to weather. Especially if um, they use pine instead of redwood. Right. So they need to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first fence got a couple holes in it. I patched it, you know, and then I talked to the neighbor in my back fence. They were like, oh yeah, we'll split it. No problem. We want to have a nice fence. That's what you're supposed to do. Oh yeah, split right. it. Right. Because legally you both own the fence. Yes. A um, couple months went by. Neighbor to the north of me was like, you know, hey, this fence is looking pretty worse for wear. Let's go ahead and replace it. Mm-hmm. No problem. I just had it done. It's beautiful. This neighbor on my south side, his this fence is the worst of all of them. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and it's also like old. It's like from the mid nineties, so it's only like five feet three inches tall. Oh, mm. shorter. So I'm a full head over the top of this fence. Right, like I can see into their backyard. They can see into mine. It's not a fan. And so I've asked this guy like a hundred times, like, "Hey, man, I'll split the cost with you." Let's replace this fence. It needs to be replaced. And he's like, no, it's fine. And then he <laughs> sends me this like passive aggressive text Ooh. that's like, your dog is scaring my wife. Um, and you know, so you need to do something about your dog. And I'm like, you know, what would be like, you know, uh, less, less scary is if there was a good fucking fence between our yards, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, ha- I, I want, I literally <laughs> just ignore the text. But now I'm thinking, like, I've got a dog. Start flinging shit. She shits twice a day. <laughs> and if you fling it onto his roof. Yeah. That's he's a t- never going to know. It's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. 
So, uh, and we're heading into summer. Mm-hmm. I can get some nice baked on months going. Oh, yeah. It's got a tile roof. So when it like starts to, starts to rain, it's just going to slick right off of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what you could also do is that every time, uh, one of the decaying fence panels or, uh, yeah, one of the panels wears off, right? Yeah. You replace it with a column of monster babies. Oh. <laughs> you, yeah. You basically... You're scared of a sweet old dog? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> you spend the equivalent of like four fences on one little tiny panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time. One, one gremlin baby that you put in his like <laughs> bathroom... Uh, window yeah oh. oh yeah that's a good idea yeah you get one one of those little dobby dolls put a pin a little note to it that says you should have bought the fence <laughs> <laughs> yeah can i like put it on like a long pole mm-hmm. and like i mean he doesn't we've already discussed it like uh, or in an early episode you don't own the air yes. above your house it's true so if i have a long pole and i'm just like sticking this this over the fence, mm-hmm. but it's not touching his yard. It's not touching him <laughs> or his house. And it's just a baby mm-hmm. in his face all the time, but it's at like, you know, nine feet in the air. So he can't grab it. Right. I mean, I think that this is, we, we're coming up with some grade eight plans here. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. How, I don't understand how anyone can be afraid of your dog. Like, do they just think yeah. that she's like a full, full on, like, rabid pit bull or something no they're it. using it as an excuse to like try and get me to pay for this fence to be replaced mm-hmm. but because i've also caught him on camera i put up a camera that faces my back fence because yeah uh i'm like i had a dog that was poisoned before and i'm so i'm like you know this guy's a piece of shit i don't want him to poison my dog um but i've seen him like standing over the fence like trying to rile my dog up what really yeah yeah He's just a shitty person. Like aggressively, or like was he was playing with them, or what? Oh, it's definitely not playing. This guy doesn't have any play in him. Wow. Yeah. My neighbors have a dog named Bruce, and Bruce barks all hours of the night. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I'm, I'm still like, hey, Bruce, how's it going? You know, whenever I'm outside, and Bruce is just barking nonstop. Right. Big dog. Uh, but I'm still like, I'm cool with him because I know he's a dog, and we're like, dogs know me personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, what you need to do is just wear only big dog clothing from the company big dog yeah that way he if knows you can't handle, alpha yeah, yeah if you can't handle the heat stay out of the kitchen big dogs yeah <laughs> are they still around they have to still be around right oh, i hope so man. and we have to have know. talked about this yeah i guess we could go like they sold it at like big and tall stores it was such boomer clothing yeah for sure. But then Let's I also see. knew kids like my age who would wear them, like to school. They weren't yeah. wanting to wear those. <laughs> you don't, those are, if your parents are wearing that clothing, yeah. they're also just like, well, I'm buying it for me, so I'll get it for you. Yeah. Big dog! Big dog! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're for sure still around and they're for sure selling, still selling cargo shorts. Yeah. Um, Oh, they have it on Amazon. Oh, man. man. Should we all get big dog shirts? (laughs) (laughs) If we ever do a live show in person, we need to wear like the extra tall, big and tall version of the big. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to wear one that says uh, the one they have here featured on their site that says beer is cheaper than gas. So don't drink and drive. (laughs) <laughs> oh man i love how they've like become more and more boomer over the years yeah yeah 
Uh, they have another one where uh, the big dog is laying on the Nike swoosh that that it looks like a hammock the way he's uh-huh. laying on it. And it says, just do it tomorrow. Oh, oh God, dude, stop! <laughs> oh. Uh, there's a there's another one where it's just the uh, front profile of a uh, like a whiskey barrel, uh-huh. and it branded in, in like you know a very realistically rendered, as if they had branded the wood. It says "Big Dogs Straight Whiskey" on it, and then surrounding that, it says in. in I, and I'm not joking. They stole these fonts from a website where uh, you're supposed to give attribution to the creator. Mm. Um, <laughs> it says, I'm not old. I'm just aged to perfection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, it's so perfectly cringe. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Remember uh, back in like the, the, the early 2000s, all of those were like just pictures of dogs. Wearing like sunglasses, bad sunglasses, and then like the shorts that this that brand sells uh-huh. with like yeah. New Balances. <laughs> it was like right. the dad. Un- they were wearing the dad uniform. Yeah, this is like the Tommy Bahamas, but for poor white dudes. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't 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 talk shit on Tommy Bahamas, man. Those shirts are very comfortable. Yeah, but if you're poor and white, then you're gonna wear a big dog. It's- <laughs> Oh man, these okay. So, so we're they have on a, vacation in Miami. Yes, big dogs. Big dogs. They have a whole gas price tees collection. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Stop. So I, buy I one read for Dave. <laughs> there's <laughs> one where the there's one where the big dog is is like chewing up a gas hose. You know, like wriggling oh, it around course. like a rope toy. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, so it goes regular unleaded plus. And then Supreme, right? And then where the prices are, they've written uh, for regular. They say LOL for plus. It says OMG for oh Supreme. It says WTF. <laughs> so dumb. The Big dogs. Next- <laughs> the next one says, "Hey, Big Oil, I upped my gas budget. Now up yours." Oh, <laughs> oh God, God, Big dogs. Big dogs. <laughs> Oh man! That's okay. a good catchphrase, Chris. Add it to the add it to the logos. Big dogs. Big dogs. Big dogs. <laughs> it's a show with big dogs. They've got uh, the big dog. Uh, he's growling and he's wearing uh, Ray Bans, mm-hmm. and he's holding a gas nozzle, looking very aggressive. And it says, "Getting hosed? Call one eight hundred. Bend over." Oh. <laughs> big dogs, big dogs. <laughs> you know, I I honestly think that uh, you know, big dogs is really a reflection on uh, like capitalist society and and how when I remember big dogs as a kid, it was like I'm a leisure dog, right? I yeah. like to. I'm just grilling out here. Yeah. Now, big dog is complaining about. The gas prices uh-huh. and how he can't cope with the fact that things are getting more expensive for the big dog. Right. It's almost by design. Yeah. It's almost as if, um, maybe big dog has some complaints with the overall structure of the, our economic society. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, this is politics and how things have changed for him despite 
the fact that we have yet to make any meaningful changes to our economic structure. How? What's the Let's Go Brandon Big Dog series? Oh like? my god! It, oh. I hope. Okay, you, hold I on. don't know. If, I don't know if they dip into that, uh, okay. bro. If they're doing gas prices, oh man, they're let's... doing they're they're doing some some pro Trump. Or some like anti dim. If there is a let's go Brandon big dog, you know I'm wearing that. <laughs> you know I keep that drip on me. <laughs> they they do not. They have oh. right, when I tried to search for this, they only only thing Google pulled up was dog sized clothing that you're supposed to put on your dog that says let's uh, go Brandon. Oh yeah. Man. When he Google searched it, it was uh, images of. Um, uh, Biden's son, uh, yeah. Hunter Biden, uh-huh. smoking crack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With Champ uh, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. They do have a patriotic section. So their graphic tees are, are split up by theme. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got uh, the gas one that I just we just walked through. There's the Howl of Fame. Uh, there's the Big Attitude. Then, there, then it goes... Humor, drinking, hobby, parody, patriotic, older and wiser, food and barbecue, sports, and occupation. Mm. Occupation. Uh, and then yeah, they have a, be like, so like hard hats and work oh, boots. Okay, yeah. 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 Then they've got specialty teas, which uh, they've got the Department of Relaxation is where that one lives. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's the department I work in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there any <laughs> fishing big dogs? Oh, yeah. That'll be in sports. Uh, okay. Well, there's a military big dog. Of course, dude. Come on. Yeah. Big dog is pro big military. Yes. Yeah. Big dog supported the Iraq invasion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big dog yeah. was looking for them WMDs. <laughs> it's right. like him so digging in the sand. Out. Digging in the sand and he has like a bone and a missile in the hole. <laughs> this big dog knows where to find. A Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> Bin Laden. Yeah. Bin Laden. <laughs> they've got, in the patriotic section, they've got a big dog running in front of the American flag that says, if you can't run with a big dog, stay on the porch. And oh, yes. <laughs> that, that's right next to a graphic tee of Mount Rushmore with a big dog next to Theodore Roosevelt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right on the mountain there. And that's next to a t-shirt that says, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Barbecue. So, oh. there we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> these are hot topic shirts for boomers <laughs> yeah and the the last one under the one that i'll i'll highlight here under the occupation section uh it shows big dog who's uh wearing a collared t-shirt very angry looking uh it says in like old english type it says works well with others when they leave me the fuck alone <laughs> Oh, <laughs> big dogs, big dogs. Well, it's uh, I mean, I I editorialize a little bit. They did the like, you know, like the pound ampersand star percentage yeah. sign thing to you know uh, symbolize the word. I'm surprised they so. didn't go with paw prints instead of symbols. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. hey, big dog, if you're listening, right. pt dot pt at gmail dot com. I've got some ideas. Let's do a collab. <laughs> the yeah. official PT pod, big dog. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to render each one of us as a big dog, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Legally, we are big dogs, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you it, guys were a big dog, uh-huh. what big dog would you be? Should we pick our owner? Should we call, 
call, call out each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's call out each other. Okay. Uh, who do you want to do? I want to do Chris. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Chris. Okay. Okay. Um, Chris is a golden retriever, uh-huh. but like he's been fed a lot of table scraps. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, wow. Like this dog should be way more active, uh-huh. but he's not. And like probably sleeps underneath, uh, the bed. Uh-huh. So he's kind of dusty too. Oh, yeah. Where's a vocal okay. collar? Dusty yeah. dog. Dusty dogs. <laughs> Dusty dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'll do Tim. I see Tim as like a St. Bernard big dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see yeah. He's got that cask of whiskey. Or is it brandy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What are you, what are, what are, what are they carrying? Carries alcohol on hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fences, fences cannot contain them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, uh, Beethoven, mm-hmm. just busting through fences and windows, murdering veterinarians. <laughs> yeah, murdering veterinarians, <laughs> punching people, <laughs> but also rest- rescuing kids from drowning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's there's multi facets to me. Um, I think Addison is like a um, like a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Okay, yeah. Um, which is like a rare breed. Um, that nobody really cares about. (laughs) (laughs) And can't turn left. But it's like, you know, it's like built for like protection. Uh Uh-huh. But it's also like down to just chill. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you guys want to, you know, want to weigh in on the situation, what kind of dogs we are. And what uh, kind of dog are you? Yeah. Make sure you, uh, you know, hit us up on, uh, we've already said it, the pt.podcasters at gmail.com. Um, you could also do that on our Instagram or our mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, you know, DM us there or, or, or if you're a talented artist and you want to draw us as big dogs for this big dog collab, oh, nice. uh, we would love to see that. You can mm-hmm. tag us on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter with those. Yeah. If you buy us a big dog shirt, uh-huh. um, I will give you an address to send this big dog shirt to, and I will wear that big dog shirt on the podcast. Addison's the only one who's going to wear it. Chris yeah. will not wear it because it's not Vulcan. <laughs> um, I won't wear it because it's not Carhartt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Addison's the only one who's going to wear this graphic tee. It's true. That's because he's I- wearing a graphic tee right now. <laughs> yeah, I got this from Cole's. Yeah. I'm almost you know, positive I owned a big under. dog shirt yeah. when I was like 12. Oh, I, for sure. For we sure all did. You did. Yeah. yeah. I know your dad probably wore a lot of big dog shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm pretty sure I also like picked it up in like Morro Bay or like Pismo or something because like that's what all the, you know, beach shops sold at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Cause time, times were better back then. When you went to the beach on vacation, it was big dogs. Right. Now Big Dog's complaining about gas prices. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Big Dog can't even go to the beach because it's too much gas. Can't, can't yeah, Big it. Dog is struggling to pay uh, the mortgage on his beach house yeah. <laughs> uh, because he's got renters squatting in it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the, there's, a, there's a series of shirts now that Big Dog has on their um, graphic tee section I just found that says, uh, what do you mean Social Security is not going to pay for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah big dogs complaining that uh, other people got stimulus money during the covid pandemic right, yeah. <laughs> wow big oh. dog kind of sucks <laughs> big dogs. Big dogs. <laughs>
<laughs> Big Tops. Uh, we're going to have to, though, uh, legally, we have to call it something else. So we have to, like, switch the B and the D and call it, like, Dig Bogs or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we just call it, like, Large Canines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, that was, uh, I feel like that was really informative. And one of us might get a free t-shirt out of this. So win-win yeah. for everybody involved. <laughs> Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, I hope you learned something and if not, at least you were entertained by, I mean, we had a science article, we had an arts piece, we had a lesson on revenge Uh and we had like a business pitch about the best big talk shirts. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know how I got onto the topic of big dogs. Yeah. I don't know where we got there, but I'm glad we went there. Um, our our, uh, listener here in chat. So, uh, it's, uh, Brandon from Hawaii says that he's a Chihuahua with, uh, cataracts. cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta smoke that bud, kind. That's what yeah. you gotta get on that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we look forward to either seeing, <laughs> seeing some, uh, artistic renderings of us as big dogs or just hearing more about the big dog that you would like to be. Yeah. Um, and we've said, where you can send that many times. So just rewind a little bit if you want to hear that. Uh, (laughs) But I guess until next week, uh, this has been the part-time podcast. My name is Chris. Don't quit your day job. This is Tim. We live for you and we die for you. And this is Addison. If you see a friend, tell a friend. Big dogs! And apparently he's got a nice dick.